The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, we know that 2020 has been one hell of a year so far. Let's be real. Let's just put it out there on the table. There has been crisis after crisis from plane crashes, mass murders, uh, COVID, social uprising. It's It's been a lot. And, and frankly, for a lot of folks, it's been exhausting. I've said it before that the... the it's been a tiring new cycle that simply hasn't eased up and has become too much for a lot of people. And I will admit at times it, it has become too much or, you know, a lot for, for me as well. You can call it crisis fatigue, compassion fatigue, COVID fatigue, whatever you want to call it. What I want to find out is how we can move through it and get through it successfully. Let's find out with Dr. Josh Claypo, who is a clinical psychologist at the School of Public Health at the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Doctor, welcome back to the show. Good to talk with you again. It is nice to talk with you again. And I have to tell you, I was on your Instagram page and there is just so much good information on there and so much, you know, just these little nuggets of inspiration and little little nuggets of advice that I think so many people could use right now. You're doing a great job well, thank, on that. Thank you so much. That's very nice. And, and that is what I'm doing. You know, what I'm doing on Instagram, you, you said this in the opening and in full disclosure to your listeners, a lot of it is good advice as a psychologist, but I think a lot of it is informed by both me being a psychologist and what I'm experiencing. So on any given day, the chip may absolutely have to do with what you should do and what I should be doing as well. So I look at this and I'm um, because I, I, I just don't want to focus on like COVID fatigue because that was right. just kind of one of the things, right? So I'm going to call it crisis fatigue, but I kind of look at it as almost this, this tiredness, this sense of over of being overwhelmed that comes with dealing with constant crisis, the emotions, sometimes it's fear, sometimes it's anxiety and uncertainty. How do you describe it? Crisis fatigue is a good one. Um, And you see it, you tend to see it in pockets, uh, either uh, in different countries or in different regions when there's a crisis in in that particular area. You even see it in a smaller circle in families when there's multiple things Mm. going on. But what's happening for us is we've got layer after layer of crisis. You named them, many of them as we started. The other thing that is uniquely different, particularly with both, or particularly with COVID, is the crises are forcing us not only to face bigger issues, but they're literally changing our day-to-day lifestyle. And when you put those two things together, traumatic experiences and we can't do things the way we're used to doing, that makes us exhausted mentally and physically. So when we look at some of those symptoms, if people are sitting back right now, you know, maybe they're driving home from work or maybe going to pick up the kids from somewhere, you know, you know, maybe you're exhausted, you're feeling exhausted all the times. So you're thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I can't take this much more. I sent a text to my boss recently, like, I'm not sure how much of this I can take, um, you know, for much longer. I was being honest just because of the news mm-hmm. cycle. Um, but those are some of the symptoms, right? That's some of the stuff that people should be looking at and going, oh, okay, maybe I am dealing with something uh, on this front. Absolutely. I mean, to put it in its simplest terms, so I think we all can understand it, this is stress. 
I mean, this is what we're all experiencing, and there's different sort of formations of it. But the exhaustion is happening because it's not one or two days of stress. It's day after day. And so if you think mm-hmm. about how stress affects us, it, it increases our heart rate and blood pressure. It makes our muscles tight. It, it sends uh, steroids, bad steroids through the body. Uh, all those things can make us tired, right? It makes us physically tired. The other thing that it does is it, it makes us, it makes it more difficult to concentrate. And so if you think about it, what we're doing typically, typically the way we concentrate on things or think about things, is taking extra effort. So we're, we're working yeah. less efficiently because stress is running throughout our body. And that will make us tired. It'll make us distracted. It'll make us forget what day it is sometimes. It'll, it'll <laughs> test our patience. Um, it'll make us sick, uh, physically ill. So, yes, that is what's happening. And there are some people who they reach a point where they say either mentally, psychologically, or physically, I, 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 I can't. And all that means is it's time to take a step back. You, you need a rest. You need a break because you will continue to live but your body and your mind are sort of shutting down at least temporarily. Yeah. It just, you know, I, I think sometimes when you look out and, and around and you go, there's there's a lot of hurt out there right now here mm-hmm. and where we live in the province, where we live, there's a lot of folks without a job. The economy is pretty tough, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of financial worries about there. There's a lot of societal change happening right now. And your heart just feels like at, at times that, you know, you're, you're trying to, to, to care for so many things and it, it's tough at times to take any more in it, it is and I think a lot of people feel um, particularly when there's so much going on globally there are a lot of people who will literally feel guilty about feeling happy because there's so many things going on it's almost like a survivor's guilt the idea is gosh all this is going on and I'm having a great time and as soon as that sort of registers then they immediately start feeling bad because they're having yeah. a great time. I would tell you, and I tell all my clients this, I tell the companies that I work with, the idea of, of taking care of yourself, of finding some joy, of having some happiness is not only not bad, it's necessary in order for you to continue moving forward through this and doing good things for other people and taking mm-hmm. care of your family. We can't live when we have no joy in our life. And so, you know, what I'm advising people is, whether that is a walk in the park, whether that's spending time with your dog, uh, whether that's watching a a great movie, anything that kind of brings some joy to you is not only okay, it's necessary because we're going to be in this for a while. Talking with Dr. Josh Claypo from uh, the School of Public Health at the University of Alabama, Birmingham. He is a clinical psychologist, and we're talking about pandemic fatigue or crisis fatigue. And and we want to move forward to give you some tips on how to best manage this in in the days and the weeks ahead. Um, you know, accepting the feelings, Dr. Josh, that we are feeling and making sure that we know that it's okay to feel that way if we feel like crying it's okay to cry if we feel like having a good time it's okay to do that despite all the fact all of the the crap that's going on around us that is such an important thing isn't it It, absolutely absolutely and 
we have to remind ourselves of something, and this can get hard if you've not been through something this long like this, and that is we are hardwired to survive. Um, we are hardwired to get through this. And the reason this is important is there are days where you're going to feel like, I just can't take this anymore. And that's what you're telling yourself, and that's you may be feeling that, but you need to be able to also say to yourself, but I am going to be able to make it. I am going to be able to go forward. That's an important correction so that you don't get caught up in the I can't take it. The other thing related to that is there are so many big things happening. Um, you've talked again about them in the, in, the, in the beginning. Huge issues that we can't even wrap our head around. It is important to find small moments of joy. And that means, and you've got to get it simple. It may mean it's a beautiful day outside. It may mean looking at your child and remembering that you're a parent. I mean, these tiny little nuggets are so important because they keep our motivational fuel going. The last thing that I would say is really important is thinking about success in our day-to-day life a little bit differently, just a little bit. And that is... Mm accomplishments have got to be looked at a little differently. Look, if you got out of bed and you got some exercise in and you did your work remotely, it's not like you have to have a giant celebration, but don't discount that so much because things like that are what keep you going. One of the things that you suggested on on how to manage is is this, is define your own normal versus waiting for normal to come back. And is that kind of what you were touching on right there? Is that, hey, you know what, if today it was just a great thing that I went out and walked the dog, that was good enough? It is. You know, so many people, all of us, in fact, you know, are saying, gosh, when, when is it going to be like it was? Yeah. And... To be honest with you, there are so many changes that, you know, it will never be exactly like it was. And even if it does come back, what you have to figure out is what's normal for me today? Not, not compared to old normal, but what's my new normal? What, what am I going to do? What's my routine? Routine is so important right now because you have to feel like there are some things that are predictable in your life. And look, it may be the time you get up the time you eat breakfast and what you do for a break, that doesn't solve all your problems. But what that does is it starts regulating your, your body. It also regulates your emotions. It gives you control and predictability, which is what our minds need in order to deal with crisis that's going on around us. I just had a text that came in and it said, Jay, is it fatigue that I just don't care anymore? I just, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done. And then, you you know, and I love one of these other points that you made. You said when you feel like you've reached your limit, recognize that maybe a limit for the day, the hour, the moment. And I think those two things go hand in hand. I think there's a lot of people out there just going, I'm just so done with it all. I don't want to care anymore. (laughs) Well, it is. And done very often is is, it it can be fatigue. It's also our natural defense mechanisms. It's our psychological (laughs) defense mechanisms. We're designed to shield ourselves from bad things emotionally. And so when we get oversaturated with, with, with bad emotions, anxiety, sadness, whatever, we do kind of shut down. We do tend to get numb. And the, the idea of being over it, it can be tiredness, but it also can be your mind saying, okay, you know what? I can't deal with any of this. And I'm, I'm gonna be real clear about this right now. It doesn't mean yeah. you shut down forever, 
but it does mean that maybe for today, you're not going to feel more compassion. You're done for today. That is your body's natural way of, of titrating traumatic experiences. And it's a beautiful thing as long as you can rebound and make it to the next day. What kind of advice are you giving to employees and employers right now as they start to, we're in phase two of our relaunch, so things are starting to open up. I think a little different than, than where than where you are. For example, I've been working at home for the past three months, and I likely will be working at home for quite some time yet. But as we head back, what do we need to remember, and what should employers be thinking about when it comes to making sure that their, their employees, while they continue to work at home or maybe as they start to ease back into the office place um you know how can they ensure that they're doing okay yeah so and this is a hard thing for employers because you 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 get concerned about how personal do i get kind of thing but what i'm advising employers is this particularly for those where people are transitioning starting to transition back do not make the assumption that okay we're all coming back and it's just the way that it was. You've got to give your employees some grace. And what I mean by that is grace on a couple of uh, levels. Number one, the transition back to work is literally now gonna be a transition back to a new environment. Work is not the same because I've been gone for three months. Um, (laughs) the The people may be different. The job may be slightly different. That's number one. Number two, particularly as it relates to the pandemic, there are going to be fears there among some employees that haven't been there before. And so, I mean, really what I'm telling employers is the same way that you gave your employees a little bit of time to adapt as they went home, they're going to need that time to adapt coming back. And the best thing you can do is treat them like humans, have conversations, address their concerns, and when I say concerns, fears, etc., and give a little bit of time so that people can adapt back to where they were. Mm. Dr. Claypaw, always enjoy talking with you. Uh, You'll come back on the show sometime in the future? Anytime you ask. Thank you so much. You can uh, find out more at Dr. Josh Claypaw's website at joshclaypaw.com or on his Instagram um, page as well, which is Dr. Josh K. So Dr. Josh Claypo joining us this afternoon. I so appreciate his time. Let me know how you think. Marfus texted and said, Jay, I've been happy through this entire thing. It helps that I'm in the country as well. I go for a truck ride, a quad ride, just to clear my mind. Helping people in the area is good for the soul as well, like being a volunteer.